It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to WrestleWolf, I am Damian Gibson and this is WWE Weekly, where we go through what happened in the WWE this week. Uh, let's start with Raw, that's where we always start, um, and usually I just sort of go through a couple of things on each of the shows, and um, yeah, we uh, talk about storylines and things like that and blah 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 blah. Um, which I am going to do this week, uh, but I, I just, so off the top, I'm not going to talk about NXT, um, we used to just have a show about NXT and then it's become WWE Weekly and uh, I just, uh, after Velveteen Dream returning this week, um, I just... I just can't bring myself to talk about anything other than that. Um, It seems to be... I find it kind of interesting that um, a lot of, I don't know, peers, I suppose is the right word, are not um, happy about it, but also aren't talking about it. Um, And I can understand if there were legal proceedings going on or whatever, that they, they wouldn't say anything um so for anyone who doesn't know allegedly uh Velveteen Dream has been um he's been accused of soliciting people under the age of 18 uh, via social media and a whole range of different uh social media platforms um and no official statement has been made by WWE or Velveteen Dream Regarding that, uh, Dream has kind of said a couple of things, you know, basically saying that he he doesn't think it's true, even though there is like there's voicemails and photos that are on the internet. Anyway, anyway, um, I, I've never been more shocked that a wrestler has returned to TV than Velveteen Dream this week. And it raises 
to me, like, this is, like, the fourth time this year where I've had to genuinely think about whether this is a company that I want to support anymore. And I know the average attitude seems to be like, oh, whatever, like, it hasn't even been proven and it's just wrestling and, like, you know, like, it's just a TV show, don't worry about it. It's not, it's not something to get worked up about. But when, when you think about, there's nothing in that company that Vince and all his little team of Brucey e. P and all those guys don't know about. You know, it's not like no one can can claim, you know, ignorance or deniability here. They, there's a, you know, Velveteen Dream was one of my favorite guys on the roster until you find out about this and then you're like oh, i just can't i can't support him and i i could i'll find it i would find it really hard to support a company who supports him you know <laughs> um i understand the argument of like you know innocent till proven guilty but you just got to google velveteen dream and it takes about three minutes to find hard evidence that you know, will make you at least rethink your attitude if it's like, whatever. You know, like we've had we've had the Black Wednesday firings that didn't need to happen. In the same year that they've announced they're going to make a record profit, they fired and furloughed a whole bunch of people. They used COVID as an, as an excuse to get rid of people that they were looking to get rid of. And then, you know, lied about it and bullshitted about it. Then, uh, <laughs> we find out that they basically, the first three, three and a half, four months of the of the pandemic, you know, they're running a, an unsafe work environment. You know, and then Kevin Owens has to, if it if it wasn't for Kevin Owens going and speaking to Vince and saying, "Hey, man." We've got, like, family. Like, we have families and friends that we care about. Can we please, like, get some goddamn testing happening here and people to wear masks, for fuck's sake? And then it's just done. Just a complete backflip because a few people, you know, because their precious talent and TV show got threatened because some people actually got COVID. Because of course they're going to. You know, and then you got the Jeff Hardy booking, which I've already spoken about. There's like a 10-minute rant that I go on about that. And now this, you know, where it's like it, it couldn't be more transparent that this is a guy that they have earmarked as being a top star of the future and they're hoping that this will just go away and that they can get on with making money. And, uh, you know. I mean, even if there wasn't a hell of a lot of evidence online about this, wouldn't it just make more sense to tell... You know, let, let's say the Velveteen Dream's like, I'm 100% innocent. You know, wouldn't it make sense to make a statement saying that and that legal proceedings will begin... And we won't be answering any more quickly. Like, they haven't even done any of that because they can't because <laughs> the evidence is 
you know, insurmountable. Um, and then there seems to be this fear of people talking about this and bringing it up because they don't want to lose WWE fans. But then if you don't talk about it and tell people, then how are they meant to know? There's always going to be a small percentage of fans that aren't, don't care, you know? And whatever, like, you know, you've, what can you do about that? But, um, you know, the product, the product has slightly improved in the last couple of weeks. I think I've said that on the, the podcast. It's Smackdown in particular has been the one show that I've actually been like, oh, this is fun. Um, which was actually the case again this week. Um, but I, I just, you know, when, <laughs> when I was watching NXT, not in a million years did I think that the mystery man in the, <laughs> in the, in the, the head, the, the headline match would be Velveteen Dream. I just, I just couldn't believe it. Like I'm, I'm, I messaged mystery Matt and was like, I'm lost for words, which I never am. And I'm not really lost for words. I've got heaps. It shows, to me, it shows, you know, your actions speak so much louder than words. And there is a a common action that happens in 2020 where people play dumb. Or they, it's not even playing dumb. They hide behind smoke and mirrors. Like, I'll explain what I mean. So, because no one has laid, like, you know, allegedly, no one has laid any charges against Dream. And as far as we're all aware, there's no criminal proceedings going on. So, WWE can point to that and say, well, you know, Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> uh, I just would have thought that when when you look at what has happened at the competition during the week and what they have done with Jimmy Havoc and B Priestley, and again, they were caught up in, in speaking out situations and I think there is legitimate criminal proceedings happening uh, there with Jimmy Havoc so I won't say anything further allegedly there are you know this all gets quite sort of dodgy to talk about in a way um, but I mean this is none of this is is none of these things that I'm saying are either I haven't been spoken about in other forums before um, or B you know, you can just Google any of these people's names and it'll be the first thing that comes up. So, um, but yeah, they they suspended those, I mean, AEW suspended those wrestlers and then once they thought it was, you know, that they were safe of mind to, to let go, they let go. They let them go, you know. Which is, I think, that's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do for the business. It's the right thing to do just in general, morally. Yeah, okay, you might be leaving some money on the table with with those wrestlers. You know, 
would either of those guys for AEW earn as much money as, as Velveteen Dream could potentially for WWE? Probably not. But here's my other point. Anyone, anyone who pays slight attention to wrestling or any kind of wrestling news knows this story about Velveteen Dream. You know, I mean, I was listening to the Cultaholic guys this afternoon and they, Ross didn't even know that Velveteen Dream, because he hadn't watched NXT, he did like, he didn't know that Velveteen Dream had come back and his reaction was just a lot, the same, just a complete loss for words. And then they're like, oh, they've made him a heel. And Ross was like, yeah, well, I would have thought so. Which was very funny, but also like, that's, that's the, like... <laughs> How how is anyone meant to take this seriously? Like it's it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And look, if you know, if in six months' time all of this is cleared up and and it was a prank and dreams been name has been dragged through the mud, you know, I will categorically apologize. You know, but I just like. You know, I saw people in forums going, oh, he's been uh, judged and tried, you know, by the, the court of public opinion. Like, no, there's facts online. You know, I'll give what culture they're due. Like, they were they were properly disgusted by this. So, good work, lads. I know we've been butting heads a little bit on some things recently, but um, I just there's no way that I could have sat in the middle of this podcast and go, oh, and NXT, and then been like, oh, and the Velveteen Dream arrived. You know? Um, you know, I'll try and talk about the other shows a little bit, but it just, you know, if you're, if you're sound of mind or not being a contrarian for the sake of it, um, which contrarians are by their very nature, but you know what I mean. Uh, I think you can see what is wrong with this picture, you know. Um, it's interesting, one of my closest, pretty much my closest and, and oldest friend has sort of been in and out of wrestling, you know, our whole, like we met in high school and so he's, you know, there's been times where he's been into it and then other times where he hasn't. And he's he got back into it recently through NWA and he's been watching a lot of Dark Side of the Ring and so I, every now and then I'll just get these sort of long text messages about certain things that he's found interesting or whatever and it for him it's been this hugely eye-opening experience getting to know what we as most of us as sort of neckbeard nerd you know smarks knows that vince and i think it's about time we just started saying it is not a very good person or the way that he conducts business you know maybe he is a good person maybe he's a great granddad maybe he's a great dad i don't know uh, but the way that he conducts business is fucking vile at times. Most of the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think we, we need to I think we need to start asking ourselves as uh, as a collective, as you know, as a as a group of fans, is this do we want this company to be the pinnacle of the thing that we love so much? And it's hard 
because we have so many good memories associated with the company. And I'll be honest, when they first, when AEW first came along, I was still very much like a WWE guy. Uh, well, I was like, I, I like both, you know? Like, yeah, Vince has got some issues, but WWE, all right. But as I've been doing more on this podcasting and paying more of attention, you're more of a critical eye on not just, like, the wrestling, but, like, the business side of things, it astounds me that, you know, there's this staunch supporter group that will stick by him no matter what. No matter what. You know? <laughs> Even when you're, like, you've got a diddler on your... on NXT, and you won't do anything about it. And even then, people will go into bat for Vince. Like, it's... It's mad. It's a form of insanity. That you can't look at something objectively and be like, oh, that's that's not good. And, and, And also, like, it's culminative. It keeps happening. These things are one-offs, you know. Like, I've named four this year, off the top of my head. Like, all of varying degrees, but still all shit things that have essentially come directly from Vince's management. Um, Yeah, anyway, I'm going to get to the point where I'm just saying the same thing over and over again, but I, I just, genuinely, I think it's something that we all need to think about, you know. Do we want to be giving you know, well, in Australia, it ends up being about 17 bucks a month for the network, you know. It's really cool to be able to watch, you know, a 1985 match between Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes, but, you know, at what cost? Um, and this isn't even an AEW, like, it's not, it's not a WWE versus anyone thing. It's just... The pandemic has been a really good measuring stick of where people's, uh, where companies' morality lies, where they're, you know, and people are going to go, it's a business, man, it's running a business. Well, New Japan shut down for four months and they're still going. NWA have shut down this whole time to protect their employees. Yeah, they've lost a couple of them, but they've just announced that they're back doing some stuff uh, mid-September. So you, you you know, you could have done the right thing. I mean, yeah, Impact and AEW kept going as well, but it seemed like both companies had testing systems in place, making people wear masks and, uh, you know, not forcing people to come to work, you know. And I know WWE said that they, they weren't, but, you know, Numerous articles have got out about wrestlers feeling like they had to come to work, otherwise they were going to get buried. You know, It's all very well for Sami Zayn to say I'm not coming to work, or Roman Reigns to say I'm not coming to work. And good on them for doing that, but they're top guys. They're not, you know, they're not someone who's just signed a develop, developmental deal at NXT that can be easily replaced. Um, but yeah, Velveteen Dream showed up in the main event of NXT this week. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? Uh, should we talk about Raw? It's 
going to be hard after that. Seth Rollins, <laughs> Seth Rollins is still doing good work. Uh, him and Murphy beat the absolute living shit out of Dominic Mysterio with kendo sticks. I'm enjoying this. It's all, it always seems to be the dumber storylines in WWE that I enjoy, but I I don't know if Dominic's going to get retribution at SummerSlam, but it's going to be fun to find out. Um, I heard a lot of good things about the Randy Orton Ric Flair promo, um, and it was it was it was good. Uh, I just you know Ric Flair making uh, Randy Orton making comments about Rick's sons and stuff. I know I'm going to be added about being too sensitive, but like, does it have to be, like, answer this? Does that promo, can that promo still happen without Randy having to mention tragic events in Rick's life? 100% it can. So why do it? It's just mean. And it's not coming from Randy. You know? Um, like I'm sure Rick ticked off on it and blah, 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 but listen to what he says in that promo. He almost died and he's just loving every second of being on TV, you know, and he's getting all the other old timers going, oh, what's it like to be on TV still? And he loves it. It's being taken advantage of, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, and I also felt like that promo dragged on a bit as well. Um, but still, I am I am looking forward to seeing Randy versus Drew. I think, unfortunately, that Drew's going to lose the belt at SummerSlam because Randy is in pretty good form and it kind of makes sense for Drew to chase Randy. I, I just, I'm really worried that Drew just drops out of the title picture and then that's, you know, he's in mid-card hell for an eternity. Because he's too good. He's too good for that young Drew. Um, let's talk about SmackDown, man, because I just watched that and I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the women's battle royal was cool. I love a battle royal me. And, um, I thought this was done well. It was like, continued to tell some stories. It was like a little mini Royal Rumble. I loved it. Um, you know, the Iconics kept going up against, uh, oh God, now I'm going to forget everyone's names. Um... I keep going to say Mandy Rose, but it's not Mandy Rose. It's the uh, the Riot Squad, and uh, yeah, we had um, pretty much everyone's little storylines that have been happening continued to happen, and then we got two minutes of Shayna Blake, uh, Shayna Blake, Shayna Baszler. God, sorry guys, versus Oscar. If we could just book that program for after SummerSlam. Like if you just announce that now that that's gonna we're gonna get six months of that, then uh, you know I will watch whatever program they're on every week. Um, so an interesting booking that Oscar has like um, she's got two title matches at SummerSlam for the Raw and SmackDown belt. So be interested to see. I don't really have an opinion on what's gonna happen there. I think. I think Sasha might drop the belt, her belt, the raw belt to Oscar, um, which allows her and Shayna to go at it. And then Bailey gets to keep her belt. And there'll be some sort of shenanigans between Bailey and um, Sasha. And finally, the mega powers will explode. 
Um, what else happened? Oh, the, the um, Retribution are still floating around. Uh, I heard a theory that Retribution... Uh, actually, I'll attribute this to, to the Cultholic guys. Uh, heard them talking about uh, Raw Underground being a training ground and recruitment center for Retribution and you know Shane is basically trying to attack his dad's business, which Shane versus Finn's is always going to make some money. You know, people are into that. Um, and I don't mind it. That's a much, you know, the only other things I can think of is, you know, there's been the, the typical CM Punk thing that gets mentioned. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's that. I think it could be Sami Zayn. Like Sami Zayn could be the mastermind of this. He's, you know, that kind of like, uh, you know, he pops up at the mouth and he's anti-authoritarian. And I could see him being the leader of this group. Um, I don't mind it. It got in the way of Big E's matches a couple of times. Big E ended up winning against John Morrison, which is good. We want to see more Big E winning. Um, what else happened? Uh, well, the main the main storyline on SmackDown was uh, the Fiend, Alexa, Alexa and Braun storyline that's going on. And this is... I didn't see this coming. This is turning into a love triangle. <laughs> um, Alexa did like a sort of towel interview where she was pouring her heart out about how Braun said that he didn't care about her. Um, but he's obviously in some kind of trance, you know, because he like has gone up against the fiend and people always change when they go up against the fiend. Um, but she also said that she was captivated by the fiend. Hmm. Um, and then, so later on, Braun came out and cut a promo. Alexa came out and was like, hey, you know, you said that you didn't care about me, but what the hell, man? Uh, Braun picked her up and, uh, body dropped her onto the canvas. And then, uh, the fiend appeared to basically try and save Alexa. Um, he appeared and Braun disappeared using some of that Wyatt family power. So... And then they both, <laughs> the episode finished with both of them trying to out evil laugh each other. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, I still love watching the talent, man. There's so much good talent in WWE. And when they're allowed a bit of room to do things that are a little bit outside of the cookie cutter WWE disney approach to wrestling um it's still really fun to watch um yeah smackdown was good again that's three weeks in a row though i've enjoyed smackdown um oh it looks like we're gonna get aj styles versus uh that's what i forgot aj styles versus jeff hardy for the intercontinental belt uh at SummerSlam. that'll be cool uh and abyss is in wwe uh, as like this sort of weird um, statistics keeper lackey for AJ Styles. <laughs> and they did some genuinely funny stuff. So, um, yeah. 
that was enjoyable as well. There wasn't really anything on SmackDown that I was like, that sucks. Um, you know. So Raw was okay. NXT, the obvious, you know, I spent 15 minutes talking about that. And uh, SmackDown, um, great again. But um, yeah, I won't. I won't go back on what I said about Dream too much. I just, you know, like I know wrestling brings a lot of joy to people and, and WWE wrestling in particular. And I can understand in the last two to three years, especially when it, it feels like people are attacking what you love, what you love from all sides all the time. But what I, what I would suggest is just try and look at things objectively a little just ask yourself, like, if I was in that position, would I want to be Jeff Hardy? You know? Um, is putting money ahead of morals the right thing to do with Velveteen Dream? Um, you know, was firing all those people the right thing to do? Like, it adds it adds up. It just adds up. Um, so... And I know it's probably hypocritical for me to talk about Raw and SmackDown after having that strong of an opinion about um, Dream showing up on NXT, but, you know, I know the world sucks right now, so I'm trying to, like, not be... I could be a lot more negative than I was. Um, so I am trying to be objective myself, but it's... Man, Vince makes it hard sometimes. But anyway, hopefully, hopefully... Um, some common sense prevails and we don't see too much more of Velveteen Dream either ever or that situation gets sorted out and then he can come back and, and uh, do the wrestles after that. Anyway, I'm going to leave that there. Um, our audience grows every week and um, I can only thank you guys for that. Uh, we don't put a huge amount of money into advertising or anything like that. So um, it's by you rating and reviewing um, the episodes and, and sharing them on social media more than anything that really helps, telling your friends about it. Um, yeah. If you can continue to do that, uh, myself and uh, the Enigma, Matthew, would really appreciate it. Um and yeah, next weekend is going to be a big weekend. We've got it, uh, NXT TakeOver, we've got SummerSlam, uh, we've got a Saturday Dynamite, um, and then we've also got our WCW content coming out as well. So lots to look forward to. Hopefully we get a couple of good go-home shows for Raw and SmackDown. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you guys there. Love you very much. Stay safe, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.